What is up, Uneducated Duo Podcast fam? My name is Pablo. And I'm Gerald. And this is episode 41. Is it? Yeah, 41. I always forget, bro. I feel like I'm always like stuck one episode behind or one episode ahead. I hope it's episode 41. <laughs> I think it's 41, too. All right. Well, we always start off these episodes with a game called One Gotta Go. What do we got today, Gerald? Um. All right. So we did fictional dogs last episode. Right, so we had like Scooby Doo and Courage and shit, uh-huh. and that basically just inspired us to do a uh, fictional cats. So we're going with the Cat in the Hat, Garfield, Puss in Boots, and Simba. Even though I know he's a lion, but whatever, he fucking counts. Yeah, we consider him a cat. <laughs> Feline. So you want to go first on this one? Sure, I'll go first. All right. All right. So, ah, oh, damn. Actually, I didn't put that much thought into it. Let me think. I'm going to go with Garfield number one. Yeah, and I'm keeping Garfield. Um, There's a lot of reasons. One, we share the same, like, I feel like me and him could, like, vibe, bro. We could chill. We could relax. He doesn't spirit animal, bro. Yeah, like exactly. He's like my spirit animal. He doesn't like Monday. I don't fucking like Monday sometimes. Like going to work and shit. Um, he's lazy, just relaxing at home watching TV. I can't remember exactly what he watches. I feel like there's a specific thing, but he's always watching TV. Just eating and fucking chilling all day. That was, that was like his thing. Yeah, that's what he does, you know. And then like he's got the. Uh, he's like super into lasagnas. I remember that, yeah. <laughs> right? He loved lasagna. Yeah, lasagna's the Garfield thing, bro. And I feel like I would I'd be cool with eating some lasagna. Me and him we just fucking relax and eat some lasagna. There was a cartoon too, right? I know he's like famous from like the comic book strips and the comic book like thing, but I'm pretty sure he had a cartoon because I remember watching a Garfield cartoon. He did have a cartoon and he also had a movie where it was like CGI or whatever. Oh, there was like a newer movie. Yeah. I don't remember the movie, but I, I've seen like the cartoon and it just seems like me and him could fucking chill and relax, dude. Like we're at the same level of like lazy and like he doesn't even know what the world has become. You know, we got Netflix, we got Hulu, fucking HBO Max, YouTube. There's so much more things me and him could watch. And he's like low maintenance. I feel like Garfield himself, you know, he'll probably use my toilet. Won't even have to get him a litter box or nothing. Just go to the bathroom on his own. Yeah, I fuck with Garfield, man. I don't don't have to do shit. It's a classic, you know. I'm just kind of looking at some information here. Garfield's been around for 42 years. That's fucking hard to believe. 42 years? 42 years, man. Back in 1978 is when it started. Yeah, see, so I'm fucking with Garfield, bro. I feel like from it's just out of all... Four, he's the one where like immediate like connection. I feel like he'd show up or like I'd own him or he's my friend, whatever the fuck word didn't say happens. Uh-huh. We'd instantly click. We'd just sit here. I'd probably have him as a guest on the podcast. <laughs> right on, man. I fuck with Garfield. Um, but I'm gonna move on to my number one here. All right, who are you taking? Number it's one. It's not Garfield, even though Garfield's dope. My number one Simba. 
Simba. Because I fuck with the Lion King hard, man. Uh, we've talked about it on previous episode when we talked about Lion King. All right. Like, Lion King is my number one Disney movie. Um, That's kid, true. I, had I remember you saying that. I fucking... To this day, I can still watch that movie and... You know, I'll, I'll find out parts where I like I missed it. I love the memes that they make for like the Lion King in general, but Simba as a character in the show, um, at first it's like, you know, he feels bad because his dad died and he thinks that he's the one that caused it. So he runs away. Yeah, because he's a freaking cub or whatever, and his uncle told him that it was his fault. So then he sends the hyenas after him, and that's when he like gets lost in the forest or whatever, or leaves because. He thinks everybody's going to hate him because he killed his dad. Um, and then he meets Timon and Pumbaa out in the wild. Dude, I fucking don't place. like Timon and Pumbaa. I fuck with Timon and Pumbaa at, as part of that show. I don't think they, they do good with like, they're like their own show. They're like top three most annoying Disney characters of my life. Timon and Pumbaa, the fucking um, the lobster from The Little Mermaid. What's his name? The Jamaican. Sebastian, fucking Sebastian was so annoying too, bro. Yeah, I mean... I did not like those characters. If they're annoying to you, I think they're doing their job because those characters are just, like, nutty and just, like... Well, no, they're they're comic relief. They're supposed to make me laugh. They're not supposed to fucking just bug me. Yeah. Because, like, Mushu's comic relief, but he was actually funny. Yeah, I mean, some people could say he bugs, too, but... I mean, just overall Simba's storyline, and then he comes back and actually fucks up Scar. So, so. you, um... Oh, quick question then. So, are you judging all these guys on their story or on like ownership um, or like what are your what's the criteria I mean, you're trying I don't to go think by? I never own a Simba, so yeah, it's not on ownership. It's on the character itself. And how, all right, all right. How I feel like, like Simba. I'm I'm choosing Simba because Lion King was such a big part of my childhood, and I like his character a lot. Um, so yeah, that's what I'm basing it off of. I mean, it'd be cool to own a fucking lion, but I mean, you could. Tiger King did it. Fuck no, dude. I don't want to end up like those. It's only like guys. it's only like two grand, remember? Yeah. We fuck. watched the documentary. He was, it was he was literally selling lions and tigers yeah, for two thousand dollars. Almost killed him though. Fuck that. I'm never owning a lion. But uh, yeah. Just I mean the the character himself, the storyline. Um, he fit perfectly in there because I, I would say that he was uh not a main character in the beginning. He's kind of like a back character. Of the movie? Yeah, because I didn't even know his dad was going to die. His dad is the main character in the I, beginning. I wouldn't, me. I wouldn't say his dad's the main character. His dad was the main character to me in the beginning. And then he ends up dying. And then, you know, this whole thing comes up with uh, his dad dying and him thinking that it was him. So later, definitely, he becomes the main character in the movie. So, yeah, number one for me is Simba. Easy choice for me. Lion King's the shit. Simba number one, really, out of all four of these. Yep. Huh. You know, we'll get into it a little bit more later, but I feel so like some of these don't even match up. Well, they're cats. For me, oh, so Garfield easy number one. If I had to pick a number two, let me see. I got the cat in the hat, Puss in Boots, and Simba left, right? I'm going to go number two. I'm taking the cat in the hat. And there's a lot of reasons. And they're like arbitrary, stupid-ass reasons, but still. All right, so the cat in the hat, bro. First of all, I'm a big hip-hop fan. I like hip-hop music, and I feel like the cat in the hat's going to have some motherfucking bars, right? Because all of the fucking, um, what's the author's name? 
Dr. Seuss. All the do- <laughs> all the Dr. Seuss shit be rhyming, bro. You know? So I feel like the cat in the hat is going to have like fire freestyles. He's going to be dropping 16s, you know, producing. And then um, you've seen the live action movie, right? You remember that one with Mike Myers? Yeah, yeah. We still watch it to this day with my kids. You? Yeah. When did that shit come out? Like 2005 or something? It's old, right? I don't know. I know man. it's pretty old. It was a long time ago. But um, in the movie, you know, he comes in and he basically creates that whole, like, the cat in the world, cat in the hat, like, universe inside of their home. Mm-hmm. Right? And I feel like that'd be dope as fuck to have a cat who can just, like, create all this crazy ass, like, I don't even know what you would call it magic. I'd call it like Dr. Seuss land in the middle of my living room and shit. And I know he's like eccentric, but I think that was just more of the Michael Myers like take on him. Cause as an actor, Mike Myers plays fucking weird ass people like the love guru or, um, the fucking British dude is always fucking people. What's his name? I have no idea. Austin powers, Austin powers. It's always fun. Yeah, Austin Powers and um, Dr. Evil, you know? So I felt like he really brought the Cat in the Hat character to life. So you don't think, uh, like, the real Cat in the Hat would be like that? That's just how he's portraying him? No, I think that's what he could be like. And, like, that's, like, the most... Because, like, when when you read the book, the Cat in the Hat personality, I felt like, doesn't jump out as much. I feel like Michael Myers brought him more to life for me. Right? Because in the books... What book is his? The Green Eggs and Ham one? No, it's literally called The Cat in the Hat. Yeah, it's called The Cat in the Hat, right? That's what the book's called. I don't remember it specifically because there's so many. Like, in my head, all the fucking Dr. Seuss stories kind of cross, match with each other now. Like, uh-huh. I get confused with the Lorax and with um the Green Eggs and Ham one. And then which one has the redfish, bluefish thing? That's what it's called. It's called redfish. Fish, yeah, see, yeah. see, it's confusing because it's... They're titled after the actual thing, so I, I yeah, get them all mixed up. Is Sam I am. Yeah, there you go. I get them all mixed up, but I take Cat in the Hat number two because he seems like he would be fun as fuck to hang out with. And, like, I don't know if it's me. I think he's, like, tripping all the time on, like, ecstasy or acid or something because he's just got, like, that vibe, bro. It's kind of funny that you say that shit because when you said Cat in the Hat first, I was thinking, man, that's like a stoner cat, you know, like. A stoner would love to have that cat just eating and chilling and watching TV and shit. And no, that was Garfield first. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about, Garfield. And now you're mentioning like ecstasy with this one. Well, I'm just saying the cat in the hat, dude. Like in the He's fucking just, like, movie, out there like cracked out. In know? the movie, dude, it's fucking weird. Yeah, and like he uses all those crazy ass machines from the book. You know, like they got the uh, he pulls out some fucking weird like vacuum. Hand, it has a bunch of hands on it and shit, and it cleans <laughs> up the whole house after he fucking destroys their house. I'm going to be honest, man. If a cat like that came into my house, I'd be freaked the fuck out. Oh, yeah, and he's the only, like, life-size one. Like, the cat in the hat be, like, he's, like, six feet. He's a human size. Yeah, it's yeah. a human size, humanoid yeah. cat. That shit's weird. So, I think I'd be fucking cool. I think it'd be dope to chill with him. I like his hat. I like the style. The fucking bow tie. The bow tie's fucking balling. So, yeah. I'd, I'd hang out with him. Cat in the hat, man. I fuck with the cat in the hat. Yeah, so I'd go Garfield, cat in the hat. So, my number two is going to be Garfield. Garfield I mean, number two? It's just so easy for me because even as a kid, I remember starting to read the comics like in the newspaper. Um, See, that's that's what I remember too. It's like the little comic strip in the back of the newspaper, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Back when newspapers own, were a thing. 
even had like his own book later on that was like a whole comic book of Garfield. Um, and just kind of the character himself, like he's lazy, but he hates his owner, but he loves his owner. Like it's kind of a weird relationship that he has. Um, and it's like a dream cat, to be honest, like not much maintenance. I think he's actually like most cats. Cause like if you were to like put a cat and a dog, just any cat or dog pet in general, cats are pretty low maintenance. You know, they do once they learn where they have to shit in their box, they shit on their own and they just jump around the house, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I, you know, it's kind of weird to say, but I feel like Garfield would be like the type of cat that would just shit on the floor on purpose. Cause he was just like always fucking with his owner. So lazy and shit. Um, yeah, but I don't think he'd shit on the floor. Wasn't he like I'm per- pretty sure he would read the paper on, on the, the toilet. toilet. Yeah, right, he would right, read the yeah, paper yeah. on the toilet. You're right, actually. But who knows? Maybe one day he's lazy, too lazy, and he's like, I'm just gonna shit on this floor. Fucking my owner's gonna have to pick it up. And then on top of it, there was a dog too. And I think the dog was like Odie. Yeah, Odie. He used to always fuck with Odie and like make Odie do all this shit, right? Uh basically Odie right. was like his sidekick, basically. Yeah, he's like yeah. the Woodstock to Snoopy or the shaggy to scooby i guess yeah and i feel like garfield is just like a household name even if you haven't read the comics haven't seen the cartoon if you see what well, yeah he's a like, he's a mainstay he's a mainstay in the thanksgiving parade isn't he they always have a big ass garfield yeah, yeah. um balloon or float not balloon it's, he's a balloon yeah he was a big old balloon and they actually made a newer movie with like a cgi cat which i really enjoyed that movie as well and, you know, I always go back to, like, this ageless thing where, like, there's certain characters that are ageless. All right. And I feel like Garfield is one of them, man. Because f- to be around for 42 years and people still know who the fuck you are, you know, it's just a crazy thing. Because, I mean, I could probably go ask one of the neighborhood kids here who Garfield is. And they probably know, like, it's a big orange cat. Maybe, bro. The fucking kids these days don't know shit. But it'd be hard to go out there and try to ask somebody who Huckleberry Finn or something Dude, is, you know? So I heard that, like... So there was a study done, right? I was reading a bunch of shit, uh-huh. just random shit. And there was a study done. This has something to do with the cats, but they asked kids that are like considered Gen Z kids, I guess. I'm not sure when Gen Z kids are born. Okay. When When's Gen Z start? Um, I think it's like early 2000s, if I'm correct. Yeah. Well, they, asked, they basically they did like a giant survey of Gen Z kids and they asked them about like the Holocaust. Uh-huh. And like 50% of the kids couldn't name any of the concentration camps. And like 20 something percent of the kids thought that uh, the Jewish people actually started the Holocaust. Jesus Christ. So, yeah, I guess Gen Z is like late 90s to early 2010s. Yeah. So, like, it's weird what information we retain, I guess. Cause that made me think, I was like, damn, I wonder how many kids nowadays would know about Garfield. Cause I feel like they don't know the Flintstones except from the vitamin. It's such a different generation. Cause, you know, when we were growing up, I think it was rare to have a TV, you know, and like consoles and shit. No, we had no. We yeah. had TVs. Yeah, yeah. Like That's it's, before it's us. It's not as common. We're from the and 90s. Now, like, my son will like FaceTime my sister. He'll fucking send text messages. He's like, hey, get on Among Us to fucking. Yeah, Among Us. It's crazy, dude. Like, there's no way at his age I was on the phone playing Among Us on the computer while I was talking on the phone with my freaking cousin or uncle or whatever. It was just crazy, crazy time. But yeah, Garfield number two because of his agelessness and his notoriety, if that's even a word. <laughs> like how how big he's known. And um, 
I just like this play, like lasagna god, pretty much. Like that—that that was his dish, bro. Lasagna. Yeah, I, I like how lax he is. Garfield for me is just like a chill, chill guy. Yeah, yeah. chill, chill. He just like, really doesn't want to be fucked and just wants to it's chill. Kicking it with the homies, bro. That's what Garfield is. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm gonna move on to my third one then. I got Puss in Boots and Simba left. Right. I'm gonna give some pros and cons and what I think about both. All right. So Puss in Boots. First impression, fucking funny as fuck. I thought he was hilarious because it's just—it's basically just like an orange cat with like a Three Musketeers vibe, you know. He's yeah, got the hat sure. and the uh, what do you call? It? I don't know. The sword has a specific name, but basically a Three Musketeers sword. The like the one you would use for like fencing. Yeah, yeah. Right. And um, I just remember him being really funny in the movie. How he does like his little fake ass cute face to like convince people that he's not gonna attack them and then he like attacks them. Fucking attacks. Uh I enjoy that he fucking has a sword. It makes it, I don't know, just people with swords are more badass, I guess. Um and then you got Simba. And on okay, so Simba, the Lion King movie is good. Lion King movie is like a, one of the classic Disney movies. It's a really good movie. But I would say that Simba's like the shittiest cat in the movie. Of all the movie, of all the cats. Like Mufasa seemed, even though you barely see him, like he's in the movie for like fucking five minutes or whatever, seems like he was a better leader than like Simba ever was going to be. And then Scar, who's my favorite fucking cat in the movie, because he's like the best, one of my favorite villains ever. I feel like I've talked about like villains in Disney movies before. And like, I was like, Scar's like, he really made you hate him, you know? He had that fucking, like... And then the fucking jackals or whatever. The hyenas. He had all the hyenas. So, like, Scar, I thought, was better than him. Um, what's the girl's cat? What's what's the girl tiger? Her name's Nala. Nala. Yeah, Nala seemed like when she fought Simba, she could have kicked his ass. But she didn't because she realized it was Simba. As a married man, that's most women, dude. So. So, so, Nala seemed better to me. Simba's, like... The fifth best line in the movie. Even his mom, I felt like, was holding it down more than he was. Yeah, I don't know, man. Maybe you're just a milk chaser or something, but I feel like Simba was great, man. Like in the he, movie, like as a child, he got taken away. He basically left his family, right? He, that's garbage, bro. And, he ran away. Yeah, he ran away because he thought everybody was gonna hate him because fucking Scar convinced him that he killed his dad. But then he comes back and he's a total badass. Like he does, he does. He's not. His, he's not a total he takes badass. Back his fucking kingdom, bro. He's not a total badass when he comes. First, he we're, gets we're lucky against Scar. To but he gets lucky against Scar, right? He does. Does he not get guy. lucky against Scar though? No, fuck no, he does. Scar was fucked. Scar was fucking Scar's him up that whole fight. Bitch. Like Scar. Mufasa, even he even says it to Mufasa. He's basically like. You, you can kick my ass. Yeah, know? Mufasa. That's what I'm saying. That's why Mufasa yeah, yeah. is above Simba on my list. Well, he's just a bitch, dude. I'm just telling you. Like, like Scar, Simba was trash. I'll give you that he does really great at making you hate him, but that's basically all he's good for. Like, he's trash. Nah, dude. Simba was so bad, bro. Like, Scar... Nah, Simba's a badass. Scar was only gonna get fucked up by Mufasa, right? Because he was scared of Mufasa for sure, because like that's the whole point. Is like Mufasa's the leader... And Scar's like, I can't do shit while he's here because he'll fuck me up. Because he's like a smaller lion. Right? So, bro. But, I- but, like, once he's gone, Scar has no problem coming in and, like, taking control over the fucking pride. He fucking takes over the all the other lions. 
That's bullshit. Bro. And he leads all the hyenas. I'm gonna be honest. I feel like Mufasa is like in his 40s. If we gave them an age, you know, when when Simba leaves and when he dies, he's like 40 ish. No way, he's and in his like prime. Simba, maybe 30s, okay. But when Simba comes back, he's like in his 20s. He's a young ass fucking lion, dude, and he still comes back. Yeah, but his personality is bitch made, bro. He doesn't even learn to like roar until like the towards the end of the movie when he finally does like real like lion yeah, roar. Yeah, because up to that point, I mean, he's just fucking hanging out with Timon and Pumbaa and being raised by them. So yeah, dude, he's weak sauce. Then man. his fucking lion instincts kick in and he just takes back his kingdom. Like, there's nothing more badass than coming back and taking back what's yours. But he runs away at first. Movie. And he like... Yeah, I mean, I've explained it like three times why he runs away. And it's understandable. He's a it, little kid. It's not really understandable. I, I don't I don't understand why Simba would run away from um, like his family just because his uncle convinced him of that. Especially if you look at Scar. Like, You're look like at him kid, for, at one, look at him once. He's First of all, he's a whole like different looking line than the rest of them. His hair is black. <laughs> He's got a fucking like dark brown fur compared to the rest of them. He doesn't look trustworthy at all. Even a kid can tell when someone looks shady as fuck. Nah, cause that's his uncle. He's he looked up. He sent him to the fucking, you know those memes where they're like anything over the horizon, anything the touch sun touches is ours. You know. No. Yeah. So there's a scene where he's like, uh, Mufasa's up there with Simba, and he's like. Everything the light touches is yours. You know, you're going to rule over this one day. So fucking Scar sends Simba to where the hyenas live and shit. Yeah, to the elephant place, right? The yeah, yard yeah. or whatever. Because that's how much he trusts his uncle. Like, it's, he just, it's his family, you know? That's why he trusts him. He's kind of garbage, though. Simba's garbage, bro. Nah. Like, he is not, first of all, he's not anywhere near what Mufasa was. And we only saw five minutes of Mufasa. Yeah, but he was like half his age. When the movie ends. Even at his age, I feel like he wouldn't have been like but good we don't enough. Know. That's the thing. And if I, and I mean, if we're using age too, like, if, like if you want to say Mufasa's thirty, right? And Simba was, I don't know, how old do you think Simba was when he was little? He's probably like five years old. Bro. So, so he's in his twenties when he comes back. Yeah, I think he's like. So, so he's going up against like a fifty-year-old Scar. Yeah. Still a bigger ass. T- like with your logic, Mufasa was huge at his age. So probably Scar grew bigger too, you know. Plus, you no, have a whole fucking pack of hyenas. To yeah, but they, shit. yeah, dude. They turn on him eventually, but that's because he's trying to throw them under the bus. But yeah, and they're like scavenger animals. They don't give a shit who they're eating as long as they're eating something. So, but man, like, puss in boots. I heard you say Simba negative, so I already know where this is going. Dude, yeah, because Simba, Simba is the same thing as our last episode when I was talking about Scooby-Doo, right? Yeah, yeah. I just think that they're bitch-made, bro. I think they're pussies. Nah. I don't nah. I don't think they'll do nothing. I think the Simba, it takes the whole movie for Simba to fight Scar. And in their fight, Scar's kind of fucking him up. And then, you know, the whole, oh, I've become, or like he, I don't know, sense of self-awareness or something. And then he like ends up beating him and it ends up being like, um, a mirror image of when uh, Scar could have saved his dad and Simba tries to save Scar, but Scar's like, fuck that. And like, let's go all badass. He's like, oh, fuck you, man. Ooh, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And that's when he reveals to him that he killed his father. Yeah. So I don't, I just, yeah. Puss in Boots, dude. The, the difference for me is like Puss in Boots. I didn't expect much from and like he's brave as shit the whole time, but he's just, he goes up against people he can't beat. Cause he's like fucking two feet tall. 
And I think he's funny. I think he meshed well in the whole Shrek universe. Because, like, Donkey and uh, Shrek, they're a good pairing, you know? But Puss in Boots just made them better. He didn't really, like... Because sometimes when you add a fucking third person to, like, what's already a good thing, it gets kind of stale or, like, they try to take... They take too much of the thunder away from someone. Yeah, yeah. Or at least that's how I feel. Because, like, I've seen it happen. I can't think of a fucking exact example right now, but, like... There's plenty of shows where you watch it and then they introduce a new character and you're like, oh, this new character is kind of, yeah, not vibing with the cast or vibing well with the story or whatever. So, yeah, I take Puss in Boots number three and I'm getting rid of Simba. I, I just don't like Simba. I like the movie. I like what happened, how like it progresses. But like out of all the lions in Simba, he's like my least favorite lion. Yeah, man. I mean. That's your opinion. I feel like I'm a diehard Lion King fan. Yeah, but like, what's a you can be a diehard Lion King because Lion King is dope, right? But Simba is he your favorite lion? Um, well, I mean, he's really the only lion because the rest of them are like lionesses or whatever. But whatever, lion family, like the fucking out of all the cats in the movie, is he your favorite? Yeah, I would say so. Really, Mufasa fucking shits on him. Mufasa is badass, but he dies early on, so I mean, you don't really see much of him. Yeah, you know he's a badass. True, but like he had like the, they draw him with the confidence, and then he had the deep ass James the uh, James Earl voice from yeah, the yeah. the Darth Vader voice guy. He does the same um, voice for Mufasa. Yeah, and I mean Simba never gets that. Simba kind of sounds like a little bro, kid the whole time. Does not fall far from the tree. So that's all I gotta say about that. But I got I got Cat in the Hat left and Puss in Boots right. This is really not a hard decision for me. I'm not even going to give pros and cons. I feel like Puss in Boots is like the shittiest cat of all, out of all three of these. Um, he's not even a main character. He's like a side character in the show. No, he's a main character the, in the third movie. The movie could have I mean, the second movie without him. And I'm just talking about the first movie right now. He's not in the first um, movie. Or the whatever movie <laughs> he's in. See, I don't even know my Shrek. But the movie could have gone on without him. Like, I don't feel like he added anything really special to the to the show because i mean there was already a lot of characters in the shrek movies yeah the shrek movie does have a lot like i share memories right now with my kids because they like to read all the fucking dr seuss books right right who the cat in the hat is um yeah just puss in boots doesn't really do it for me man in this list um I mean, I like his vibe because he's like a Spanish, like, matador thing, sort of, thing yeah. going on with him. And he's also like a a cat ladies man or whatever. Like, he's just a smooth character. Yeah, um, he's but, the shit, dude. But I, I don't think I don't think he carries any weight in those movies. Um, nah, he's like donkey. He's just, he's just fucking comic relief. Yeah, yeah. So, less impact for me with Puss in Boots because I know he even got his own movie later on. They all did, dude. And I feel like I've scrolled through the... Um, the Shrek universe got fucking weird. Like, they yeah, had yeah. Christmas special. It basically became, like, so big. Kind of like Frozen, where, like, now they've got, like, Christmas specials. And then each character's had their own movie. I think Donkey had, like, his own movie, too, where basically it was about him and his weird-ass donkey dragon babies. Yeah, goddamn. He just doesn't carry anything, really, for me. Because, I mean, like, Simba, Lion King, Cat in the Hat. Obviously, Cat in the Hat. Garfield, Garfield, like they're all main main people in Puss in Boots. Just like I said, he's like a side piece, you know, just not not really doing it. Side character, yeah, yeah. And like I said, it still resonates. Cat in the Hat does, 
uh, with my kids because they they love all the fucking Dr. Seuss shit too. So yeah, yeah, I mean, I feel like I'd be getting rid of a legend if I got rid of Cat in the Hat. That's true. I'd give you that because Cat in the Hat is pretty legendary. Yeah. So I and, go and that's not even hat. and that's I mean, not even my favorite Dr. Seuss story. It's just that like you can't really exclude the, the Cat in the Hat. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, I feel like Cat in the he is his main character because in all the books, his logo has I think the Cat in the Hat's hat. If I remember right. Um, like in the little circle? Yeah, yeah. Like, I feel like that's Dr. true too, but I'm not sure. But I think so, yeah. I but think yeah, it's like his mainstay. It's his main character as far as I know. So Puss in Boots goes. It's just, it doesn't. All right. So you lost Puss in Boots. You you went, what was your order? Uh, so I went Simba, Garfield, Cat in the Hat. Got rid of Puss in Boots. All right. And I went Garfield, Cat in the Hat, Puss in Boots, and I got rid of Simba. All right, well, Fucking animated cats, man. <laughs> animated cats, bro. I want a special shout out to Cheshire Cat because I think it's fucking dope. I just like, I'm just biased with that one, I guess. Because like, I just think he's cool because he's like psychedelic. You know, he's like from that whole weird ass like cat dream world bullshit. But, is, he, is he like his own standalone character? Because I only know him. He's from in Alice, Alice in, in He's in Alice in Wonderland. Is that what he's from? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Cool. I mean, I think there's like some lore to him in in that movie or in that book world, but like I don't know enough to like tell you. Okay. I have no idea. Yeah, I just know he was a trippy ass cat um, for the most part, but he's got a big ass fan following. Like a lot of like the Disney girls that like have like dyed hair and shit, like they get like Cheshire cats tattoos, right? Uh-huh. So I guess he's like. He's just one of those characters that you find in a movie that like appears or like in a book or something that doesn't appear a lot, but it's like so cool and has enough mystery where you're like, oh, I really like that character. Yeah, and it's weird because once you start looking into like famous dogs or cats in animated films and shit, you find a bunch of shit because there was a movie, like an anime movie that I barely got into like a couple years ago with the cat bus. All right, wait, 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 whoa. Got to cut you off real quick and we got to go to an ad. All right. And we're back. Um, what were you saying? All right, yeah, we were just talking about fictional cats. Like you, special shout out to fucking uh, the Cheshire cat. Cheshire cat. Yeah, I was just kind of talking about this cat bus from uh, my neighbor Totoro. Thought that was badass. Like that would always be. Badass. Oh, from the movie, the the cat bus thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. It was like fucking. Did that have a name? Shit. Did that cat bus have a name, or was it just no, like a? No, they just called it the cat bus. Yeah, so. That was a cool thing. Yeah, just kind of throwing that out there, man. But what's been going on in the world? How's your Thanksgiving, man? It's all right. We, um, you know, Thanksgiving's Thanksgiving, dude. It's a good holiday. You just chill, fucking eat food. There's usually like a good assortment of food. And then fucking play games, you know? It was fucking dope, yeah. I feel like it was really a 2020, like, Thanksgiving, you know? Cause Why 2020? At the end of it, we were all sitting there on our phones just playing a game, you know? Playing like, Among Us, everybody, yeah. Everybody, you know? So it was, it was dope. You got to take those opportunities to play that fucking game because, like, getting 10 people online at the same time is, like, really hard. I know the streamers and shit do it, but that's because they're getting paid to do it. I feel like it's a lot more fun in person, too, because I've tried playing it, like, over the chat or whatever. And it's just it's got to be either, like, chatting with real, like, mics. Yeah, yeah. Or, like, in person. Because if you're just doing the text chat, it's fucking gay. And I don't the text chat it takes too long. You don't even have enough time to read it before you're deciding on who to vote for. Yeah. And right. then people are like talking in the middle of it. All right. But um so yesterday, uh well this weekend anyway, was the uh Mike Tyson versus Roy Jones Jr. fight, right? And it's like an exhibition, and these guys are both like 
50 years old, right? I'm guessing, but I'm pretty sure they're both in their 50s. Yeah, one's like 50, the other's 54. Yeah, they're fucking old, dude. And they had a bunch of stuff on the card. So uh, I want to talk about the whole event. So, well, not the whole event, the two relevant parts of the event. The Nate Robinson-Jake Paul fight, right? I thought it was, uh, I had, like, I had hope that Nate Robinson would do something, you know? But when you look at them, like, size difference-wise, Jake Paul's, like, fucking a foot taller than this dude. Not a foot, but five inches, six inches, maybe. That's, like, huge. Like, if you think about it, like, from a boxing perspective, imagine, like, trying to punch up at that. Yeah, I don't know, if, if you're Nate Robinson. Here's kind of my take on it, you know? Nate Robinson was at an elite level of, like, athleticism you know because he was a professional basketball player all right jake paul he's just like a youtube like turned boxer sort of guy that's athletic you know? yeah but he's been training for like two years yeah that's fine maybe I mean, three years because i think people the first... have trained their whole lives to be boxers and shit and i'm sure nate robinson trained most of his life to be a basketball player you know so my, my take though. on it is kind of like i feel like jake paul's just shitting on like people like I don't know, because he's been fighting people that are trash anyways, you know? Like, nobody really... Yeah, he hasn't fought... would be competitive, He hasn't know? fought anybody that's, like, even remotely... The only competitive fight was his first one. And that's just because... Uh, who was it? It was fucking um, KSI's, like, brother. And the only reason that was, like, remotely competitive was because they both barely started training so they both had like six months of training before they fought yeah yeah. so it's basically just like a brawl you know it's just so weird because i feel like there's people that are made to box and people that aren't because his brother whatever paul i forgot logan paul logan paul like that motherfucker looks athletic as hell but he fights like an idiot (laughs) right you know you flip it to the other side this guy looks athletic but not as athletic as his brother but he's obviously you know beating other amateur boxers as well so I don't know. Overall, I'm going to tell you, bro. I watched the beginning to end the whole thing with a little bit of interruption in between. It was like the weirdest boxing event I've ever watched. Yeah. It was like a concert almost. And I know that it was, um, I know it was a charity boxing event. Right. But it was still weird. Like, Wiz Khalifa was up there smoking pot and shit. And the announcer was like, oh, I guess Wiz Khalifa's having a good time. I can smell it all the way over here. Yeah, and then Snoop Dogg does like a little concert. Yeah, and then yeah. they got Neo singing the national anthem. Yeah, it was just overall really weird to me. Like, not what I'm used to, I guess. It was all right, though. I enjoyed the concerts and stuff. Competitively, though, like, Nate Robinson, I don't think ever had a chance against Jake Paul. I think the only way he gets a real chance is, like, maybe if he was one of those guys who's trained for, like, his whole life in boxing, because I don't think it translates. I don't think like someone who's a professional in let's say soccer and has trained in that his whole life can jump to basketball. I mean, you could be like good at basketball, but you'll be nowhere near like a pro or an amateur or even like the, uh, the G league. You won't be anywhere near a college level basketball player because it's a whole different set of muscles, a whole different set of training, different kind of hand-eye coordination. I don't think any sport jumps like that like i don't think you can go like oh i'm big ass nfl player now i can be a heavyweight boxer right because it's just the technique it's almost insulting you know to whatever sport you're going to because like you think you can do it and it's like no bro you can't do it there's so much you have to learn right but imagine jumping from like professional basketball to boxing or jumping from professional youtuber to boxing like 
I feel like you have more of an advantage jumping from one sport to another than from making kid movies on YouTube. Videos. Well, no, see, here's the, here's the difference. I think the, here's the main difference. All right. So Nate Robinson was a professional basketball player and he jumps to boxing, right? But he's been retired for like six, seven years, eight years. He hasn't even been playing professional basketball at that level. He wasn't, he's not at the peak of his athleticism. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Right. I just feel like athleticism is athleticism. And let's say it was Nate Robinson fresh out of basketball. Maybe it'd be different. I still don't think it would. I think he'd be more fit. I think he'd have cardio, but but you got to learn to punch. Like everybody knows how to punch instinctively, right? Like me and you, if we get in a fight, we can throw a punch, but it's not like a precision punch where like you learn to really use all your strength, all your momentum, um, the least amount of energy you can expend with the most amount of output. Yeah, because I think the the biggest thing is uh, conditioning and all this because – People don't realize how much energy it takes to throw a punch, like a power. Punch. Oh yeah, and its size, yeah. like because the whole fighting world, up and down, like any fighting that you look at, like boxing or MMA, kickboxing, whatever it is, they only let you fight people that are like the same size as you, r- well, roughly the same size, but always the same weights. You know, like you can't fight, you can't have a one seventy five or fight a one fifty five or because. Or even a 175 or fight like a 165 because those 10 pounds in terms of raw power make a fucking big ass difference, right? So fucking Jake Paul, who weighs easily fucking 40 more pounds than Nate Robinson probably and has got like five inches on him. Like, how's that even fair? Like, he's just punching down at him. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm like shocked that it's even sanctioned by like any body you know yeah i think they just do it weird. like someone like nate robinson does it just because he wants to like for the cloud for, I mean, for the cloud 30 million followers you know for the cloud and like you like, don't want to get was talking about nate robinson before this fight yeah you don't want to get shit talked yeah but like there's also like i don't know if you took like six eight lebron james right now and trained him in boxing for a year and then let him fight jake paul then he's fucking six inches taller than jake paul Right, it's a weird dynamic, weird perspective when you look at it like that. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't know how much time Nate Robinson had to train. So yeah, I don't think it's about, it was long. I think this event's only been announced for like a year, and I'm pretty sure a lot of the fights were replaced like six or seven times. Yeah, because I think usually like all this will die down once Jake Paul gets his ass beat. Like I think he won't fight anymore. I think if he ever, I think if he ever fights anybody that's like relatively good at that's all, yeah. even been a boxer like if he ever fights a boxer someone who's a sanctioned amateur boxer who, boxing, who, yeah, yeah who's had time. who has at least fucking five professional fights i don't care who it is even like a coming up and comer like whatever i think they fuck him up like i think it would be interesting because he keeps calling him out he keeps calling out mcgregor not gonna happen i think it would be interesting only because they're both so amateur you know like, yeah well McGregor is the best fighter in UFC, you know? I don't know. It'd be a weird thing. I would like to see. I just want to see Jake Paul get beat because he's just so full of himself and he's not even fighting any real competition. Yeah, he's fighting nobody. It's like literally, I feel like this guy's like, if I went out and I just like find a couple of fucking 12-year-olds at the playground, I was like, hey, man, me and you right now, little four foot eleven dude, and I just start fucking socking him in the mouth. I fucking win the fight. 
Yeah, man. It's that's how it trash. feels to me. So that was the Jake Paul and Nate Robinson. He got knocked out like a sack of potatoes. Yeah, fucking Nate. Ro- There's so many memes, dude. <laughs> the so Snoop many Dogg's memes. Commentary too. That shit was funny as hell, man. There's tweets too from like NBA players. Like, there's a bunch of tweets, and yeah. they're like, "This isn't a proper representation of NBA players because like they picked the smallest. They guy. literally picked the smallest NBA player in the last." 20 years yeah. i think the only person who's even close like isaiah thomas is 5'9 and he's in the nba right now yeah and i'm pretty sure he's the same height as nate robinson maybe an inch taller so yeah but then we got mike tyson roy jones jr fight right and i'm hyped because i thought that was actually gonna be dope i was like yeah they're old but like they're knockout experts right and i was like with the fucking small amount of cardio that these dudes have because once you're that old yeah you can be like you can train and shit but it's hard to regain the cardio, you know? So I was like, they're going to go in there and like, I'm going to get three, the first three rounds. I was like, I'm going to get three rounds of these dudes just fucking throwing hard ass haymakers and like combos and shit. Ah, oh, man. But Roy Jones Jr. was just hugging him the whole time. Yeah. So a couple things that I thought of that fight, like I didn't go into it with much expectation for Roy Jones Jr., um, when I mean, you look at, did you see their, uh, for, just want to say, did you, did you see their, uh, the records and so, you know how they bring up the picture of them and then it shows like their overall stats in boxing. Yeah. Yeah. It's that he's actually got like a really good, um, wins and like knockouts and shit. I just never really watched boxing. Well, the only reason I think I knew Roy Jones Jr. was because there was a song, like a rap song. Yeah. He's he did his own rap song. Um, that's the only reason I knew him and, uh, I didn't really have much expectations for him um, just because Mike Tyson is like a beast. I heard him talking about fighting on the Joe Rogan podcast. Yeah. And I was just like, this motherfucker's weird. You know, like he said some fucking weird shit, but like you knew he had fire in him. So I was like, man, Mike uh, Mike Jones, what the fuck? Mike Tyson was going to fuck Roy Jones Jr. up. Yeah. Yeah. that's what I thought, but it was a good it was a good fight for fifty year old. But here's what happened. Here's what I happened in my opinion. Like Mike Tyson wanted to just go blow for blow, right? But Roy Jones Jr. was not letting him do that because you could see it. Mike was wanting it, dude, but fucking uh, Roy Jones Jr. just kept grabbing him, kept grabbing him, was just laying. Yeah, on he him. was fighting like uh, he had like the Mayweather style. Like he'd he'd, he'd tie him up, you know, get in the clinch, and then as he's leaving the clinch, you know, he'd throw like a jab at his head. Yeah, yeah. And like he'd hit him with the jab, but it was like a worthless jab, you know. It's like not gonna knock him down. It's just gonna. It's like to win with points. Yeah, for fifty year olds, I thought it was a good fight, though. I agree with you. And um, yeah, I mean, I was disappointed, dude. I did not like that Roy Jones Jr. kept tying him up. I was like, dude. Get in there. I know it's an exhibition and they're not, they technically weren't supposed to try to knock each other out. But up to the fight, there was all this problem. They kept coming up on like Joe Rogan. They were both on Joe Rogan. They both did their own like promos and they were like, oh, this is a real fight. I'm coming in to knock this dude out. And then still like talking smack at the end too. And he didn't even, and then he didn't even come in to knock him out. He just came in to like hug him. And then two minutes wasn't long enough for the rounds. They should have done instead of eight, two minutes, I think. Five, three minutes would have been better because if you have enough time in each round, then maybe the clinch wouldn't have mattered as much because he could have hit him some more. Yeah, I think it would have been better to half it like four, three minute rounds. Because because the clinch was taking up literally 45 seconds of each round. That's like half the fucking round. Yeah. And I was disappointed, man. I, I, th- I really thing, thought Mike Tyson was going to fuck him up. I read a thing. I don't know if it was if it's true or not, but 
uh, Roy Jones Jr. like regretted signing up for the fight after he had done it. Oh, I don't know. Um, but uh, it's just and I dumb, think, dude. I think you could kind of see it in his fighting, you know, because he wasn't he wasn't out there trying to get any any punches in. You know, he was just trying to stay alive. It looked like, especially after round two, I was like, shit. I'm glad I didn't pay for this. Yeah, fifty bucks is pretty steep for something like that. When you could pay like. Or at least last year or something, you could pay like twenty bucks and watch Canelo fight fucking Triple G and shit. Yeah, it's like, like eighty bucks for like a whole year. Yeah, so it's crazy. on Dazon or whatever. Yeah, Dazon. Da- yeah, that's way more worth it. I mean, it went to charity, but the event itself, I just I didn't think it was that great. I wasn't really digging it. I didn't really feel like even the announcers like weren't really talking much. It's just, the middle dudes would like talk, but like uh sugar ray i think it was and what is trailer anyways is it like trailer i don't know it's, it's like, probably some other type of boxing outlet i would assume it it's an american video making and social networking service so i don't know maybe it would have been better on the zone because the announcers actually know what they're talking about i don't know overall it was an all right fight i mean it was hyped up quite a bit like you said it was so fucking hyped up bro but i wasn't feeling it and it, I didn't think it was that great. Like, I thought it was dope that, like, they would even put themselves in the situation because they're so old. And, like, they know. It's not necessarily that they're old, right? It's that, like, they're old professional fighters, right? So they've taken the damage of boxing for so long that, like, it's probably more dangerous for them to get hit in the head than it is for, like, the average person. Because they've taken, like, heavyweight hits for, like, Years. 15 years of their life or whatever the fuck their professional careers are right it was funny too because they said roy jones jr stopped fighting about five years ago mike tyson hasn't been in the ring for like 15 years so i mean i don't know i don't know if the time difference even makes a difference you know as long as you've been out you've been out like, yeah I, don't know. I didn't like it though but uh that's pretty much all i got to say about it dude i just i felt like it could have been better and it wasn't as good as i hoped and whoever paid for it i'm sorry you guys <laughs> you guys got kind of gypped yeah, I'm not Unless you did like a communal sure. party where you all paid five bucks and maybe it was worth it. But if one dude paid 50 bucks, yeah, you got fucking ripped off. Right on, man. So anything else going on in the world? All right. Well, here's something interesting that's going on in my personal life, bro. So I'm a big anime fan, right? Fucking One Piece flag right here from one of my favorite animes. My house is kind of decked out. You know, I'm a big DBZ fan and shit. My little brother, who's 13. No, he's 12. About to be 13. He hates, right? He thinks it's weird that I like anime. He doesn't really like anime. And then one of his fucking little friends comes over and he's like, hey, watch this fucking volleyball anime with me because his friend's into it. Uh-huh. So they're watching the anime and then he gets into it. And then like I go over there and he's like on episode fucking 25 already just by himself, you know, binge watching this anime show. And I was like, oh, I get it. I see. Fucking hate when I tell you it's dope as shit, but one of your little friends comes in and he's like, hey, watch this. And you're like, oh, let me watch. Oh, you know what? It is awesome. Fucking hey, bro. It's coming at me like this. Oh, man, come on. You're his older brother. <laughs> yeah, man. I was insulted, though. I was like, I told you this shit was good. But it took like one. And first of all, he didn't even pick a show that like I would have even recommended. You like know, a good show. Yeah. I mean, it's good. It's a it's like a one of the hits right now that people like to watch. But it's not something I would recommend if you were to, like, be introduced to what anime is. So like, he did end up liking it? Yeah, he's still watching it. Like, I went over there yesterday, and he was 
I think he's almost done with like the first season. God damn. He's hella binging it, bro. And then there's another, we have another neighborhood kid here. Uh, his name's Penuel, right? Little African kid. Uh-huh. Right? Refugee moved here. Uh, I used to have an extra TV. I had like a, how big do you think the TV was? Probably like, like 30 inches, 40. 40, yes. I had like a 40 inch TV that's extra. And uh, I was hanging out at my mom's and he was over there with my brother. And I was like, hey, do you have a TV, bro? Because I literally have a TV and I have nowhere to put it. It's fucking sitting in my closet and I can't do shit with it. It's one of those older flat screens. You know, it's got like the fatter back, but it's still flat screen. And I was like, do you want a TV? He's like, what do you mean? And I was like, do you want a TV? Like a TV? I will give you a TV right now. Hand you a TV. And he, first thing he asked me, he's like, does it have Netflix? I was like, no. This TV's from like fucking 2010 or something. It doesn't have Netflix, but I'm giving you a TV. All you got to do is plug in a Roku or a computer or something, right? So uh, I gave him the TV. And then my little brother let him borrow his old PS3. So he basically hooked this kid up now. He's got like a fucking 40-inch TV with a PS3 and he watches like... You- fucking cinema. Yeah, he watches YouTube and Hulu and shit on it up there. I had to go over there and set it up. I was like, see, man? It's the hookup right there. You didn't have to spend no money. You just made... You fucking came up in the world. Right on, man. Ungrateful, though, man. Not even a thank <laughs> you, bro. Kind of getting into the TV discussion. You know, I was kind of mentioning it to you earlier because I just had to buy a new TV, man. Yeah, you had to buy one, right? I had to buy one. Because your old TV broke? Yeah, so basically the TV, like, you turn it on and it'd be black, but you could hear the voices and shit. So I tried a couple things, you know, that I looked up online. Nothing fucking worked. So I go and buy a new TV. And that had me thinking, because this is, like, the third TV I bought. From the, like, newer version ones, right? From the newer version ones, yeah. And I was kind of thinking, like, shit, my parents have this TV that'll, like, heat up your room while it's on. That they bought back in like the early two thousands, and that shit is still going hard. Man. When when flat screens were first coming out, yeah, yeah, that thing's thick Ooh. and heavy. And my brother was using it for a while, and they like, if anybody needs a heater, man, I would definitely recommend this TV because dude, that's true, dude. Because you know how Black Friday, fucking Walmart always does the Black Friday TV thing, right? With shitty TVs, though, yeah. And- They'll give you like the shittiest brand TV, but like people still buy it. Like I've bought like two of them before because because it's cheap. They'll give you you pay two hundred bucks and you get like a fifty inch. And this is before what TVs are now because now you can buy a TV and you spend three hundred bucks. Now you can get like a sixty inch TV, right? Yeah, yeah. But back then it was like, oh shit, that's a deal. Let me get this big ass TV. And then you get the TV, and then three months later the fucking volume on the TV sucks ass. So you gotta like plug in a fucking soundbar or something to get like good audio oh they fuck you bro yeah i remember my parents did that one year where they bought a tv it was like 88 bucks 40 inch next year it was broken so it just makes me think like i wonder if they're making like these tvs are really cheap because they're cheap you know like the parts. it's cheap parts dude yeah they don't make it to last anymore the tvs i've had one was a tcl i've had a samsung i've had an lg all three of those fucking tvs broke to some extent, and it was like manufactured defects. Dude, because it's all about making money, bro. Because if you think about it, once all the TVs became what they are now, right? Like flat screens, right? Yeah. And most people are content with like a 50-inch or 50-inch TV, right? Yeah, yeah. Nobody really goes that much bigger than like 50, 60, unless you're trying to do something cool with like a man cave or like some sort of home theater system, right? Yeah, I don't know. How big do you think the TV in my house is, the one that was in the living room? 
In your living room? Yeah. 65? Yeah, that was a 70 inch. And uh, I was like, holy shit, dude. It doesn't even look that much bigger than my 55 inch or 65 inch. Yeah. So people are content with TVs nowadays, right? It's true. It's true. Yeah. But they make them to break. So you get a new one. So you get a new one. Because like once you have an HD TV, it's like, what's what's the reason to buy a new one? Aside from like maybe you need one for a new bedroom, you're never going to buy a new one. Or you won't buy a new one for like 10 years. It's like we get used to it too because conveniently the LG TV I had broke like three months after it was out of warranty. And it's then, weird. And then they always make the uh, like slight improvements, you know, like they'll be like, oh, we got 4K now. Or like instead of having to plug in a Roku or plug in a, your PlayStation or whatever you have to use like Netflix and shit. Yeah. They're like, now the TVs are smart TVs and they come with that already installed, you know? Yeah. Oh, to- I admit, this new TV we got, cause the one we previously had was like a 1080p. All right. This new one's a 4k crystal ultra high definition. Like we were watching Harry Potter and we were like, what the fuck? Like you could tell the difference. It like, looked really good. Way more definition. Yeah. Sometimes I don't like that. My friend Steven had a huge ass TV. kind of weird. Yeah. And it was, um, I think it was 4K. I don't remember what it was, but it was like a super well-definition TV, right? Uh-huh. So, like, I was watching The Office at his house, and it looked too good, you know? Yeah. It's like, I don't know if I want that much definition, bro. I don't want to be able to see every little, like, flawed detail or whatever. It's just too much. Like, why do I? Why's it got to be so defined? It was weird. It was like looking in a window, man. It's pretty nice, dude. Like, I guess you get used to it. Yeah, you get used to it, I'm sure. But it's so nice. Like, I, but it, it just keeps made me come to the realization I won't pay over a certain amount for a TV. Like I'd never buy a TV over a thousand dollars. I probably wouldn't either. Yeah. Just to have it break in two years or whatever. Yeah. Just have it break in two years and then you don't get your money back. Yeah. Fuck that. Damn. But, uh, so you know, how we're talking about like streaming services and shit. Yeah. HBO yeah. max, bro. I hear they're going to release that wonder woman movie. The, the sequel, the number two. Fucking that movie's so good. Wonder Woman 1994 or whatever, or 84. Yeah. They're going to release it for free on HBO Max, right? Okay. And so they're not going to try to do what they what Disney did with Mulan, where like it came out on Disney Plus, but they were, <laughs> yeah, they were charging everybody 20 bucks to watch it, right? Yeah, yeah. And so they were like, I read the whole fucking press release. It was basically like, this year's been shit. We've already made the movie. We pushed it back like four times. We don't think we're going to be able to release it in theaters soon enough. So here it is for free. Like, here's a gimme, you know? Enjoy that shit on Christmas. That's dope, man. I hope karma comes back for them, you know? Like, people buy a bunch of merch and shit, you know? Yeah, or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Because that is dope, dude. Because, like, that's one of the movies that I would go to a theater to watch. Yeah, because Mulan, it was a movie I would have watched. Mulan, too. It wasn't something I was looking forward to watching, but I would have watched it if it was free. But when they... When they said that they were going to charge 20 bucks, I felt like it was like a middle finger, you know? Yeah, well, they're trying to make their money, you know? I get it. I get but, it. Uh, Shit. Times are tough, man. Yeah, dude. I think it's dope that they're doing that. Yeah, I fuck with that. Especially because, like, the first movie was so great to me. I really Wonder Woman? Movie, yeah. yeah, Wonder Woman's the only fucking movie. Not the only one. I would say Wonder Woman and the Aquaman movie were good in the DC world. Not counting the Batman trilogy because it's not part of like their new universe. Yeah, yeah. But like the Superman movies, I've never really liked that much because Superman to me is a boring character. He's just too overpowered. Mm-hmm. I don't like how pretty much nobody could defeat him. He's boring. 
And then I don't like Ben Affleck as Batman. So he's kind of killing Batman for me right now. So the Wonder Woman movie was the one in DC where I was like, oh, you know what? That was good because Suicide Squad was trash. I didn't hate it, but I didn't love it, to be honest. Yeah, it wasn't like a hit. They need to get the writers for like Marvel to do DC movies. For real, dude, because Marvel's for every Marvel movie, you're, you're like, oh, shit. It connects to that movie and that movie, like this and like this. Because I feel like DC has really good characters, too. They just don't portray them very well. Like Movie-wise, now Their like movies like are like garbage, Wonder bro. Wonder Twins movie made in Marvel style would be cool, you know? Yeah. Their only good DC movies are the ones that don't have anything to do with their universe. Because, like, the Joker movie came out. That's true. Right? And yeah. everybody loved it. But it has nothing to do with, like, the, the big DC old universe. The DC universe they're trying to create. It's just it's a separate story about the Joker. Yeah. Something needs to happen there for sure. Yeah, dude, it's fucking trash. But we're talking about movies, right? And Johnny, you know Johnny Depp. We said this in the previous episode. I don't remember which episode it was, but um, they fired him from Fantastic Beasts, or they mutually agreed to part ways because yes. he lost that court case against the newspaper that called him a wife beater. So the fans got hella pissed, and they started the petition to get his uh, ex-wife or whatever, whoever the accuser was. Yeah, yeah. her name's Amber Heard. To get her kicked off of Aquaman, because apparently she's the girl from Aquaman. Yeah, right? and the petition got 1.5 million signatures. Yeah, dude, it's got 1.5 million. Imagine, I feel like that'd be shitty as fuck to know. Like, if I was a person and they're like, so we got 1.5 million people to sign this piece of paper that says, we don't fucking like you and you should lose your job. Yeah, that shit's crazy, man. I'd be like, whoa, whoa, those people don't even know me. It's like, yeah, but you fucked with Johnny Depp. That's so fucked up in society. That's know? Jack maybe, Sparrow, bro. Man, maybe he did beat his wife and we're cool with it. We're like, nah, she needs to get fired. Too. Yeah. Like they haven't proven the wife beating yet, yeah, but maybe yeah. he did, you know, maybe he did. And it's not like we're part we of the fucking know. situation. That's the thing. Yeah. But we're already trying to get her canceled. But uh, if I think about it, I am on his side though. Like unless they prove he did it. I'm a diehard Johnny Depp fan in terms of like his movies. Because I know girls fucking love him. I think he's like a fucking weird like sex icon for like girls and shit. Weird, man. But yeah. movie-wise, like he's got irreplaceable characters. I don't think anybody else can do Jack Sparrow. I don't think anybody else can do Edward Scissorhands. I don't think anybody else can do um the Grindelwald guy from the Fantastic Beast movies. I don't think anybody can step into that role. That's funny shit, bro. You're like... Fuck, fuck it if he beat his woman. He's fucking a great character. Well, it's like the other thing we talked about. I know I've said this before, but like, I know, you know, the world knows. Anybody watching or listening to this knows. Innocent until proven guilty? No, no, no. That, um, oh, now you made me lose my train of thought. What's the R&B singer? R. Kelly. R. Kelly. We all know that R. Kelly did some fucked up shit and he had some slave women that he wouldn't let leave his house and he had like this whole brainwashing scheme going, bro. And he comes out with all this but, crying and shit. But I believe I can fly is still a fucking banger, bro. It's still a good fucking song. And so is fucking uh, I can't remember the other song's name, but it's like the the one that's remixed. Oh, uh, so he's got fucking hits, bro. You can't deny the music, man. I'm, I'm gonna be honest, bro. That's a little sad to me. It's hard, dude, because like sad, bro. You become a fan of it before you realize what the person is, dude. It's the same thing with Kanye. Kanye had his whole fucking spin down the lane bullshit. Yeah, but I don't but for me, I don't be, care. I like his music. I don't think these guys should be like invincible, though. Like, 
Well, they're not. You know, R. Kelly's going to jail. R. Kelly's going to jail, but I'm not going to say I don't like his song. It sounds like you're cool with it, you know? Like, not, not necessarily that he did it, but you're like, oh, well, he's R. Kelly, you know? Fuck what he did. No, no, no. I'm cool. I'm not cool with what he did, and I think he should be punished for it. But it's not going to stop me or detract me from listening from, to his music? from liking the songs that I liked from his older albums well, because shit, I do. It's not like I'll listen to a new album, but like those songs are part of like my childhood, dude. It's not that's not something easy to take out. It's like ingrained, bro. Yeah, like I said, man, it's just sad, but sometimes that that shit just happens, you know. Yes, it's the harsh realities. You are so iconic. Okay, we're back, and we can just well, we agree that shitty people like that, <laughs> you know, what were we talking about? Um, so you were basically saying how like R. Kelly pissing on women and having them as slaves, like you're still gonna enjoy the music even though what he did was wrong. Yeah, what I'm saying is like it's hard for like it's hard to separate the things, you know, like once somebody has a whole career. And then they do something shitty and it gets discovered and they go to jail. It's like, obviously they should go to jail because that's what should happen. Cause you were doing piece of shit stuff, but like your body of work, it's hard to like lose that because like even Bill Cosby, you know, they figured out Bill Cosby was a piece of shit, but then the Cosby show has been proven. It's been proven that the Cosby show rose black um, attendance to college by like 70%. Right. Yeah. And, you know, and he created that. But he's also a piece of shit, weird rapist, dude. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking weird. It's just a weird part of society yeah. now. But, yeah, man. Blurred lines, man. I don't know how we got on that subject, but let's uh, move on to the hypothetical moment. Yeah. Yeah. Real quick here before we move on to the hypothetical. Oh, you got something else? Yeah. I just want to throw something else in here. So, me and you have both talked about it. I know you're a huge soccer fan, but I am a huge soccer fan. Maradona, he died. Uh, of a heart attack. So, I mean, rest in peace, Maradona. All right. For people who don't know who he is, though, real quick explanation. Maradona is fucking legend. Soccer has legends. Each country has their own legend, right? But Maradona is like, if you're a soccer fan, he's considered either the best or one of the two best soccer players ever. Right? Yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, it's usually him and Pele. Yeah, him and Pele. Depending on what where you're from, but like, those are the two that are like most agreed upon as one and two. They're like legends. Yeah. Right? Because everybody has their own guy. Like in Mexico, everybody thinks Hugo Sanchez is the shit, but like Belen and Maradona are the shit. Yeah. And um, he's had problems. He had a couple brain surgeries. Um, his most recent brain surgery, I think the surgery itself went fine, but then he had a heart attack after the surgery and, it, and he happened to die. So, um, respect to him, R.I.P. Yeah, I just wanted to mention him, say R.I.P., because, I mean, whatever he was in life, I mean, you can't deny people viewed him as a god, so. I mean, it was, it's weird, too, because, like, if I was going to be honest about my, like, opinion of him, I have total respect for the skill, right? I respect his skill, his ability, what he was able to do, but I thought he's a, pe- he's, like, a cheating piece of shit, because he, because <laughs> he cheated in the World Cup. And that's how they beat England, you know, with the hand of his most famous thing that people know him for is the hand of God. Cause he like, he went like this, he was like this hand right next to his head. Yeah. yeah. And when the ball got close, instead of using his head, he punched the ball into the goal. Right. Uh-huh. And it was never turned away, but 
But then he went to the final and he won the final fair and square, you know, and he was the best player in the world. So, like, whatever. Yeah, I blame the referees for that shit. <laughs> but that's just sports bias, you know? It's like how we've said before, you know, like, I hate LeBron, but you got to respect what he is and what he does for the game. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, uh, RIP Maradona, bro. Yeah, RIP Maradona. It was just the last uh, thought I, there. So. I know Messi just did, like, a tribute to, like, he wore one of Maradona's old jerseys. Uh-huh. So, you know, that's, that's dope. dope, man. But uh, we're going to move on to the hypothetical moment. This is where we ask a hypothetical question. And it's usually just meant to make us think and see, like, kind of stupid shit we can come up with. Okay. <laughs> Whatever that was. And the this question is, if you had to fight a YouTuber in any kind of fight, which would you pick and why? So you could pick a YouTuber, and it doesn't necessarily have to be boxing. You know, you could MMA fight them. You could fucking sumo wrestle them. You could kickbox kickboxing match whatever you feel like the more right and this is influenced obviously by the mike tyson thing because like youtubers have somehow like wedged their way into fighting boxing matches and making a shit ton of money off of pay-per-views it's true man it's true so even that foosie tube guy tried to do it yeah so so which Jesus. youtuber which youtuber do you think you would want to fight and what kind of fight and why would you fight him I'm gonna be honest, bro. I'm, I'm going for Mr. Beast's head. All right, Mr. Beast. Yeah. What kind of fight? Um, it, it'd be a boxing match, to be honest. All right. MMA, I don't know. Something. I mean, anything. I would really fight him in anything. Maybe sumo. We could sumo <laughs> on a fat suit and sumo me. Why, Mr. Beast? Um, just because I feel like we could put up a lot of money and I could beat him. <laughs> Like, you'd bet him money? Yeah, yeah, because, I mean, he's always, like, a charitable guy. He'd be like, hey, you know, box me for 100000 I'd be like, all right. Yeah, let's do it. Put up my fucking house and all my equity <laughs> up. To kick his ass for $100,000? Yeah, yeah. I feel like uh, I'd have the most to gain from fighting him, especially because of his following. Holy shit. Like, over 100 million followers. I mean. Yeah, but they'll hate you. If I got 1% of that. Or who knows? Maybe I'd let him kick my ass for the followers. that It'd be hard for me to decide what I was going to do, but I know that's who I'd want to fight just based off the cloud. Because, I mean, that's why people fight Jake Paul because it's for the cloud, man. Like, I didn't know who this fucking Anisin Gibb guy was until he fought Jake Paul. Yeah, like he's like a British YouTuber. I didn't know who – well, I knew who Nate Robinson was, but he was so irrelevant. Yeah, nowadays, and yeah. now you're hearing his name like for the last couple of weeks. So you'd pick Mr. Beast, bro? Yeah, i go against Mr. Beast. I don't know. I've I've been thinking about it. I feel like if I had to fight a YouTuber, I don't really have that many YouTubers that I watch, right? But here's some of the key things that I want to do. I want to beat up a YouTuber that my brothers and sisters like to watch. Okay. Right? Because that way, because that? that way, it's like, haha, I kicked his ass. I told you he was a bitch, right? Okay. And then, I think style of fight, I'd probably pick like a MMA fight, right? Because I want to be able to kick the dude and like ground and pound the shit out of him right okay. and i feel like we both won't have enough skill to like know what the fuck you're yeah doing. like i'm not i don't feel like i feel like if i went in there whoever i pick isn't gonna be like oh you know what i'm a fucking black belt in jujitsu okay right so i'm kicking face rugs ass damn that's fucked up Face rugs a good guy i don't like face rug bro and actually so is mr b so yeah <laughs> 
it's not that I don't like him. I just, my little brother's into him. My sister watches his shit, you know, on YouTube. I watch his shit too. Yeah. And I just feel like it'd be interesting, you know? And I feel like size wise, he's not that much bigger than me. I think we're like the same size. He might be taller than me, but like, he's not, you know, like if I picked fucking, I don't know, Fousey tube or something. Right. They're just, it's just a naturally a big dude. Right. So like my chances are lower. So I'd rather fight a guy that I feel like is somewhat my size. So I'd pick Faze Rug. That's fucked up. And then I'd kick his and then I'd kick his ass in front of all the FaZe clan. And then after I beat his ass, you know, I'd like pick up a PlayStation 4 and I'd be like, consoles are the best. I was just thinking. Because they're all in the gaming and shit. Beat the shit out of Mr. Beast. <laughs> Uneducated do a podcast. <laughs> just like, put up the sign, like follow us. Follow us on all platforms. That'd yeah. be funny as hell. I think I could beat FaZe Rug though. I don't know if people even know who that is, but like he's a big YouTuber, big gamer. Yeah, he started he, as a gamer. Yeah, he does all kinds of shit. Now, yeah, he, he does gaming content and he's with FaZe, but he does a lot of like YouTube type vlogs and shit like that. And so I, FaZe Rug and MMA, bro. Yeah, FaZe Rug and MMA. And then there's another guy who I thought I would want to fight too. Okay. Danny Duncan. Because I don't like him. I think I know who that is. He's the guy that has the Virginity Rocks band, uh, Virginity Rocks brand. Oh, okay. So they sell those shirts at like, uh, not Hot Topic, the other at Zoomies and all that shit. What'd you say his name was? Danny Duncan. Oh, okay, I think I've seen him before. Yeah, I don't know. I've just I watch his videos, and I don't know. I just don't like him. You like, watch his videos, but you don't like him. Well, my brother watches them, and I've seen him. Oh, okay. Right? And I just his vibe, bro. I don't like his vibe. He just seems like really annoying. You think you can beat this guy? I don't know, but I just don't like his face. Holy shit, dude! I don't know about this guy. <laughs> I don't like you his. Got face rug, yeah, but I don't know about this. Guy. I don't like his face, bro. So like, I one on one him. All right. And me respect, and him, bro. Me and him are gonna go in a, in a boxing match. Respect to go into that asshole. Uh, fuck no! I'll I just I up. just googled a picture of this guy and I'm like, first of all, I'm undefeated. I want to just put that out there that in my amateur fighting career. I am like nine and zero. I've never been taken down. You mean like your street fighting career? Yeah. <laughs> All right. That's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about like anytime I've ever been in a fight, I've never lost. All right, man. So, you know, so I'm confident. I got it. I'm nine and zero. I don't even know if nine is the right number. But I'm gonna count it out real quick. Give me a sec. Let's see one. Yeah, it's like nine. I've been in like nine, ten fights in my life. I'm like ten to zero. Yeah, man. I don't know. Virginia. I mean, none Ross, of them. Not, they're like, like he's pure. Fuck nah, <laughs> dude. He's not even. I think it's just the branding thing. Cause like when you watch his videos, he doesn't really seem like that. Yeah, I know, man. I just I googled him. He's almost got like the stature of like a Logan Paul. So that's why I'm like, oh, I don't I'd know. backhand that dude right in the face. Uh. Yeah, man. So, Phase Rug, but an easy second for Danny Duncan. Those are just the two guys I thought of right away. Phase Rug, just because like, I felt like we're the same, and I want to beat up someone that my brothers and sisters really like. And then Danny Duncan, just because, I don't know, I've seen like two of his videos, and I just didn't like his face and his attitude. <laughs> right on, man. Well, I think I got a second place, too. He's you do? Not, he's not a YouTuber. Okay, what is he? He might be a YouTuber, actually, but it's this guy called uh, Chevy Dude. Chevy Dude? Is he like a yeah. TikToker? Yeah, yeah. So I, I found him on TikTok, but I think he does uh, he does fucking YouTube, too, because he's always promoting it on his TikToks. But, like, I really enjoyed this guy's videos. Like, he sells cars to people. He's a car salesman. Okay. 
So then why do you want to fight him? But then I found out he voted for Trump, dude. Oh, that's the only He put up a fucking ballot, an early ballot, and he's like, welcome to the Red Kingdom. Oh, that Tech Nine yeah, song? Yeah, and then he's all fucking voting for Trump, and I'm like, damn, I like this motherfucker. Damn. And then he, I had to unfollow him and shit. He drew the line in the sand for you? Yeah, yeah, bro. I feel like it says a lot about people. You'd so. have to fight him. Imagine going up against, like, Ben Shapiro. Damn, that'd be hard. To, to win? No, it'd be hard to do that because, like, I'd feel bad. Because he's little? Yeah. Compared just, to you? He's not little compared to me. Just because he's, uh, I'm not little compared to you? No, he's not little compared to me, Ben oh. Shapiro. How big is Ben Shapiro? I don't know. He looks like a small guy, but he's like a small, scrawny guy. I think he's like 5'8". I don't think he'd do it. He's too smart to do that. What does it matter? He gets no choice. It's a hypothetical. We fight whoever the fuck we want. All right, Ben Shapiro, you're getting your ass beat. Nah, I first of all, I would fuck Ben Shapiro up. Yeah, yeah, I'm, he's getting his ass beat. But I, I wouldn't I even mean you were getting your. I ass wouldn't beat. even pick him though, man, because I also want there to be like, you know, the audience has got to be into it. Me against Ben Shapiro doesn't seem like people are gonna be like, "Who the fuck is that?" Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, your average viewer, anyway. That'd be kind of dope to get in the ring with Trump, though. Fuck <laughs> with Trump, dude. <laughs> he's like seventy something. All right, he's Trump like Junior. He's like geriatric. But yeah, man. Like Chevy dude and fucking Mr. Beast are going in the ring with me. All right. That's not bad. I think that's a good hypothetical. Which YouTuber would you want to fight? Yes. Yeah, so cool. Imagine like somebody picking like a girl YouTuber. That'd be fucked up too, man. <laughs> He's just like, oh, I'll fuck Pokemane up. I'd let her like, kick hey, my ass. Punch her right in the mouth. Ugh. I don't believe in hitting her. I know she's <laughs> going. my hypothetical. She's going through some weird like sex scandal right now, right? Something like that. I did remember she hearing about it. Yeah, she's got some weird sex scandal going on on the internet so i don't know I hate to be in the spotlight like that man <laughs> hey it works dude up, you know you can flip that bro kim kardashian flipped the sex scandal into like She's becoming a lawyer now. the most famous person in the fucking world that's true yeah she basically made her family famous and all millionaires some even billionaires because she fucking did some gross ass shit with ray j online that's funny as fuck because there was a you ever seen that show 18 and Pregnant or whatever on MTV? Or like Teen, Eight, teen, teen Mom? Teen Mom? I've never seen it, but I know it's like a big deal. So there's a girl on there that did a sex tape, and then they did like a follow-up after they're like older. And one like, of the Teen Moms did yeah, one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. And like the dad was like in denial because they did like a reunion show, and they were talking about it, and he's like, no, she didn't do that. She was talked into doing that, and I was like, fuck. She knew what she was doing, you know? She was just trying to get some clout. Damn. But yeah, man, crazy shit. Who what YouTubers would you guys fight? Let us know in the comments down below. Who do you think would be the most obvious choice for anybody to fight? Um like who would be the most picked YouTuber? That's hard, bro, because I feel like everybody has a different YouTuber. Yeah, everybody watches different people, yeah, right? Because there's so much different little niche. It's not like when you things. go on Nickelodeon and you know it's SpongeBob and Rugrats shit. I know who the least chosen YouTuber would be. Who? Joe Rogan. Yeah, probably. Nobody's picking Joe Rogan. I'd agree with that. He'll fuck you up. <laughs> well, even if you kicked his ass, let's say we're buff and we can kick his ass. No, like everybody would hate you. And nobody could kick his ass, dude. Not a you normal person. So? No, because he's fucking, he was a taekwondo champ. He's like a jujitsu black belt. Well, I'm just saying if I could, Fight people him? would hate you. Yeah, if you could, him. they'd probably hate you. But like, I just don't see anybody being able to do it. Unless like. Some unknown guy who's like, but you're right. I would never trained. choose Joe Rogan. Yeah, he's nobody. Such a good guy. No one's fucking with Joe Rogan. That yeah, dude's fucking ripped. He's a good guy, man. He makes crazy people look normal. 
<laughs> he, he does make crazy people look shit. normal. All right. Well, that was it. That was the hypothetical moment. Pretty interesting. Yeah, it was episode 41. Again, remember to follow us on... What are we on? Fucking We're everywhere, dude. We're on TikTok, YouTube, Facebook, TikTok, Twitter. YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Um, on YouTube, subscribe. At the Uneducated Duo Podcast. Make sure you share and follow. We put clips up on TikToks. They're like little 60-second clips. So, yeah, dude, check us out. Tell a friend, dude. Fucking yeah. walk over to your friend's house and be like, listen to this shit. It's wild, man. 2020 is almost over. Hopefully, we have a good 2021. Yeah, I'm hoping the year starts off not as shitty as this year started off. Yeah, yeah, man. Well, peace. Episode 41 over. Peace.